When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Broncos are back? Surprise, baby! <laughs> the Broncos are back! The Broncos are back, and we didn't even know that it was happening. No, no, we did <laughs> not. Uh, first day of training camp is when, Ryan? Uh, yeah, about two hours ago. Oh, I, I thought it was Friday. I Everyone thought everyone, it was Everyone, including fans. Yeah, um, maybe it's like when you're getting a shot, uh, and they're like, yes. three, two, bam! <laughs> That was us today. That that's a way for Sean Payton to do it. Yep. Like, he, hey guys, just show up. You know, we'll have a little ramp up on Wednesday, Thursday. We'll start on Friday. Psych. Put those helmets on on Wednesday. We're practicing. Um. Okay. Yeah. Well, welcome into our training camp coverage, twenty twenty three, baby. The decision, right? Literally, <laughs> yes. The decision is Russell Wilson going to be on the team next yeah, year. Yeah. Uh, I mean, literally, Henry and RG, two crucial pieces of our training camp coverage, are like, yeah, training camp starts on Thursday, so we're gonna come back from our vacations Wednesday night. Psych. Sean Payton got him. And so we were there. <laughs> yes, we were. You and I were there, baking in oh, the hot my sun, goodness, on the hill. Um, incredible grooming job on the hill by the uh, grounds team. I didn't know grass could be that thick. So lush. Yeah, I mean, incredible. <laughs> Truly, um, it's it's having its day in the sun, literally. It's it's true. If and if your body hair is like that, call our friends over at Manscaped. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Um. So yeah, there we were, and then they just started practicing, and um, uh, we can't talk about it. Uh, <laughs> no. Of course. Can we think we're going to be able to once we can second training camp comes? Yes, once the first the second first day of camp comes, we can talk about it. Okay, second first day of camp, so we can't talk much about what happened today, but there was a lot that happened. Yeah, and there is some stuff that we can talk mm -hmm. about because there were several press conferences. I was there for half of them. You were there for all of them. Um, so let's let's dive right in. What was your first? big takeaway from today really quick you were there for the more fun ones oh really and the more important ones yeah okay i mean once it gets to the business guys damani leach greg penner 
great people. In this company, we call those the biz boys. Yeah, the bi- and the biz boys are boring. Biz boys, boring, yep. football, fun, friendly, family. Nice. Faith. Phil. <laughs> well, speaking of Russell Wilson, <laughs> uh, actually, you know what? Should we preview our training camp coverage? Yes. Little Russell Wilson tease. The Let's Ride version of Russ. Bad, bad. We do not want to see that. Danger Witch version of Russ, which is danger in a bad, bad way. There's Danger Russ, which is which better. Is, is better, but you know, not great. Yep. Uh, and then there's Mr. The Prince haircut. Then there's Mr. Unlimited. We can give it to him, Mr. Unlimited. <laughs> That's good. And then there's Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson. That's what we want, right? Yeah. We want. Russell Wilson to be the quarterback of the Broncos. Yeah, isn't that a weird ask? Yes, it is. But it's like, weird that that's a crazy ask. Last year we got Let's Ride Russ, and oh, it wasn't great. Apparently that uh, graphic's a little on the loud side, yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was shocking. <laughs> We're trying to shock people with this podcast, just like Sean Payton shocked us today by saying camp starts. <laughs> um, <laughs> so my favorite thing about that sound is um, it kind of like perks me up in my chair a little bit because I've been in Vegas twice. Oh. I'm like, wait, are we gambling right now? I feel so alive. Russell Wilson's gambling on the field. I actually had my first good experience at a slot machine. Wow. So like when I was a kid, all I dreamed of was just pulling that lever. Yeah. Like I would walk, I actually went to Vegas probably more than the average kid. Um, And like there is some things to do for a kid in Vegas, like hang out at the pool or whatever. But man, you're leaving the pool and you walk through that casino and you're just, I, I always just wanted to pull that thing. And I mean, then, the way Vegas is, it, it looks like it's meant for kids with all the lights yes, and sounds yeah, and, you're and like, everything. Oh my God, this looks amazing. <laughs> um, and, and I never got to, of course, until I turned 21. And then I did it once and I was like, oh, that sucked. I just like, put 20 bucks in there. I was like, ching, 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 gone. Can I have that back? Well, this last time in Vegas... Um, it was like 2.30 a.m. Oh, the great time to gamble. Friday Good decisions night. are being made. That's my favorite time to gamble. Okay. And all the tables started closing, which I didn't even know was allowed. On a Friday night. I was like, and I was trying to play Pie Guy, which is a little more niche. So yeah. like. That's your game. Yeah, it is. But like, I walked up to a full table and people are starting to pull their chips away. I'm like, perfect. I'm going to jump in. And then they were like, oh no, it's closing. And I was like. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought this was America. (laughs) Especially Las Vegas. Yeah, exactly. Um, So then I was like, well, what am I supposed to do now? And the two of the the buddies I was with from PHNX were like, oh, like, let's go play the slot. And I'm like, oh, my God. (laughs) And then I sat down, man, and I was playing this little game with these pandas, and I was playing this other game with these pigs. (laughs) And I I ended up winning like 100 bucks. Wow. And I was like, this is great. By pure luck. Yeah, 100%. Well, I don't know. If you tickle oh. the pig, oh my it, gosh! <laughs> Did it, does it poop if you tickle it? It enough? just like makes a little sound. Oh the goal gosh. is to like fill up the piggy bank so much that it explodes. So you're tickling pigs at 2:30 a.m. in exactly Vegas. Exactly what I was wow. doing. Um, and now that sound, I'm like, wait, where are the piggies at? <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> uh, yeah, here, can you bring some piggies in? I got it. Thank you. Thank you. Anyways, back to the Broncos. Um, Back to Russell Wilson. We are allowed to show and talk about at least one thing Mm. about Russell Wilson. 
I saw him throw two passes. One of them was just like a completion to a trainer standing on the sideline. And the other one... Oh, I saw more than that. Oh, you did? Yeah. Yeah, I, I was trying to get the full field and uh, try to find Sean Payton, which actually took a, quite a bit of yep. time. Well, we're, we're pretty far away. Yeah, it, it's really true. Uh, so, how did, so you're here. Can we pull up the one pass of Russell Wilson and tell us about Sean, what you were able to tell us about Russell Wilson? Would you say that Russell Wilson was, quote, making it look easy? He was. Do you understand that reference? No. I think our uh, the people who are watching would uh, uh -oh. would understand this reference. In uh, probably once I start telling it, you'd be like, "Oh yeah, I saw okay, that." Okay. Okay. The other day, the Cleveland Browns Twitter. Oh yes, yes, yes. Oh, that's what your quote tweet yes, was. And I, I was yes. like, "What is this?" The Browns uh, Twitter account showed a video of Deshaun Watson, basically the distance of you to me, actually like me to Yaya, <laughs> away from the net, hitting the middle one, and. Uh, they put it out, making it look easy. Deshaun's making it look easy. So if that was impressive to that person, this would probably blow their minds. It's knock true. them, just knock their socks off. What is going on with that video? I don't it, know. It, it, it looks, isn't it going in reverse? <laughs> okay, here we go. Wow, that is the grainiest. <laughs> I like how you were able to take pictures on like a high-speed camera, and this is just the frames put together. Yeah, that's exactly it. My fingers are going really fast. Look at Davis Webb just tossing it back to him. But this is Russell Wilson dropping back, steps up to the pocket, and hits the target in the middle. What are we talking? Eight, eight yards? No, that's 10 yards away. Channeling his inner Nathan McKinnon hitting the back mm, of the net like that. It's very, very true. So uh, um, that's accuracy from Russ. That's seeing the middle of the field. From Russ. That's not missing KJ Hamler at the end of a game when he's wide open in the middle of the field. Yep, absolutely. Um, I think we should probably give him five out of five. On so the, he's Russell Wilson he's today. Right. Let's go, baby. Let's go. <laughs> Don't play that video again. That, that, what a great start. Already. Because last right, year, fine. dang, you're trying People to hide are it freaking out. Yeah, around. geez. Uh, last year, remember what Russ was all camp? We had a different scale. It was one to five. Yep. What was he every single day? Three. A three mid average oh that was it was brutal to come in and talk about that today five out of five of the two throws we're able to talk about yeah uh insign prime said that was mid i don't know what you're talking about it's probably the best throw i've ever seen in my life yeah and incredible i mean that would be worth seven points if he threw that from 10 yards out yeah you've got like montana and the super bowl yeah, the catch yeah, right yeah. in the back and then i would say that that wow i agree i agree i mean did you and then did you see just how easy it was to get out to i mean Get in, get out, start quick. Yeah, Charles Kelly, the Buffs defensive coordinator, dropped a new term that I'm going to be adopting, which is hand talent. Okay. He was like, arm talent, you know, that's like arm strength or whatever, how yeah. electric your arm is. Hand talent is about how accurate you are. You are. So that's hand talent right there. When, isn't that like arm talent too, though? I don't know. It sounds good to me, huh. though. At, hand talent? Yeah. He's got some good hand talent. Hand talent off the charts. Might have to ask Sarah about that. Oh, oh wow yeah maybe <laughs> hey you put me in this mood I did, before the I show did, I to did. be fair yeah it's not um, my fault training camp came early yeah it's very it's very and we're happy about it too we are we are happy about it um okay you want my biggest takeaway of the i want day? your biggest takeaway i've got two big ones and they're very different from i the think i know one of them you definitely know one you don't know the other oh javante williams yeah. that's not the one i know is a witch in a good way. In a good way. Like, yeah. like if we, if if Javon, if this was like I don't know the 1800s. Yeah. <laughs> Javante Williams, they yeah. would be like tying rocks to him and throwing him yeah. at like to see if he sinks. Yeah, they'd be trying to kill him because they'd be too afraid of his powers. No one heals like this. No. 
And Javante Williams, look, we got to see what happens when they go full contact and all that stuff. But Javante Williams is back. Insane. Ryan. I think I'm allowed to say this. I saw him make a cut while running today. Like You can say that. Like, he's back. He's really running. Yes, he is. And uh, he uh, is in line to be the week one starter. I think that's fair to say based off of not being on the PUP, what we saw today from Javante. Incredible. Now, the Broncos are going to take it slow with him, which is smart. If, if uh, Sean Payton would have said anything else, like, no, he's ready to go, 100%. That would have scared the crap out of me because it just would have been like, okay, I know he's back, but there's no way he's 100% back. So I like to hear that they're going to give him days off. There's going to be days where he's limited. But Ryan, it also sounds like there's days that he's going to be full go, which is huge. And uh, it was a limited practice today. There were no pads on. It was a little bit of a walkthrough. And then they were doing some some team stuff, which was, which was what made it a full, first full practice of training camp. Um, but Javante was out there pretty much doing everything with the team. And this is before the 10-month mark of his injury. These injuries are typically around 18 months. There hasn't been a lot of them, so not a big sample size, but about 18 months recovery. Javante Williams is cutting that in half right now. What, what the hell? It does not make sense. Uh, I'm giving him what I like to call a pre-nickname. Okay. Um, he, he still has to earn this one. Okay. But I'm just like... Is I'm, this like a prenup? <laughs> kind of. You write um, it before and you can take it back if it doesn't work and like no shame on you. Yeah, it's just like I'm putting this out there and he has to just like attach himself to it. But it's it's next to his name right now. Okay. The Miracle. Oh. If he comes <laughs> back and just like balls out this year, he's the Miracle. Yeah, I like that. I like because it would be a miracle. In fact, it already what he's doing is. right now yeah. is a miracle. And you're saying he has to stay attached to that. He has no problem staying attached to things. Those three ligaments are clearly extremely attached after this surgery. I I just don't even know what to say. I feel like I was lied to at some point, but I'll just accept it and yep. say, all right, he's a miracle. And the thing is, Sean Payton today made it very clear more than he ever has before. He's not talking about injuries, unless it's a good one. Yeah. And uh, because Javante Williams is a good one, he said he's progressing well. We're really thrilled with where he's at. We've been thrilled with where he's at, and it's all credit to him because he's put that work in. And so when then you hear him asked about other players that are injured, and he says, not talking about these guys. And then someone comes but up with a follow-through, <laughs> uh, a follow-up question with it, and he's like, did you not just hear me? I'm not talking about these guys. Well, it was actually this question. It was actually the same person. Oh, asked three in a row. <laughs> and uh, what do we think Sean thinks about this person? I'm just like, man, you're really just trying to put yourself in a bad position on day one. Huh? Trying to poke the bear, <laughs> like pre day one almost. Like sometimes coaches and players need to be pressed, right? Yep. I don't think Mike Purcell's injury is one of those things where you got to press and poke. At, no. at the head coach on the first day of training camp. I, you know, if it's Javante, sure, I get it. But thankfully for Sean Payton, it's a good injury. So he's willing to give us that. Um, and there was a bad injury. Okay. And that, that we need to talk about. But first, I got to gotta make the vibes good. Ending off a good note. And the vibes can be good over at Breckenridge. Before you kill them to start the next segment. Except, well, you got to have a drink in okay. order to comprehend what we're about to tell you next. And that's a drink with Breckenridge distillery we Ooh. love breckenridge beer we also love breckenridge distillery the official bourbon of the denver, the denver broncos. broncos and and the dnvr broncos and, podcast. and the dnvr broncos podcast and dnvr it's the world's highest distillery 
and it's distillery. We're not talking about like weed here, but it's the literally the world's highest distillery. Oh, oh, I see founded in 2008. It's most widely known for their blended bourbon Kind Love is uh, the world's highest dispensary. That's exactly it. Yeah, dispensary, distillery. This one is great bourbon. In fact, award-winning bourbon. Like I said, they are the official uh, whiskey of the Broncos, bourbon of the Broncos, and they've won three icon of whiskey and nine winners of best American blend. It's everywhere. You go to a liquor store, you see it. You see the Broncos logo on some of their things. It's orange and blue. They embrace everything about Colorado because they are founded in Colorado in 2008. So make sure to support them. And you can do it not just in Colorado. 50 states, it's available. And you can shop That's their local retailer. That it. Wow, that is all of them. Yeah. That's impressive. <laughs> Did you see the uh, mistake that was found in Oppenheimer? No. There's a scene in Oppenheimer, which was filmed in, or which was based in like 1946, when I think there was... Take your word for 49 it. states. Okay. And there's flags with all 50. Oh. Yeah, I know. Can you believe oh, that? I Just love, how shameful that is. I love when people point that stuff out in movies. See, I hate that. I'm like, <laughs> do we really need to focus on this? <laughs> I love that. Why <laughs> Christopher Nolan, worst director of yeah, all exactly. time. Yeah, exactly. People are there. coming for him, man. Was it Mace who found that? It probably was. <laughs> <laughs> it probably was. I mean, he had the binoculars to see it today. Yeah. That's for sure. Um, but... Christopher Nolan probably needs Breckenridge Distillery. Glass of that after that mistake. Uh, and you can check them out, BreckenridgeDistillery.com to find the award-winning spirits. Hell yeah. What else we got? Breck 3, or not Breck, Bet 365. Breck 365 is the story of my life. It's actually my autobiography. Um, Bet 365, man. That place yep. is so awesome. My goodness. So many great options, uh, including a great great deal when you use the code dnvr365 yeah. what is it zach bet five get two hundred dollars in free bets even better bet one bet oh one my God. one wow. to two hundred dollars bet one get two hundred dollars in free bets with our friends over at bet365 and there's so many options and hey if you're starting to feel the good vibes about the Broncos, Javante's being back. Yeah. Yep. Um, maybe you want to go over there, get in on that win total, eight and a half. I'll tell you what, Bet365 is loving the Broncos right now. Literally, maybe it's because I'm in Colorado, they know it, or maybe it's just because they love the Broncos. They've got like five boosts on the Broncos right now, just literally at the top of the screen. Wow. Let's go. Yeah. Let's go. Um, I, I'll tell you something in a second. But... Get over to our friends at Bet365. Use that code DNVR365 and uh, and get in on that incredible deal. Bet one, get $200 in free bets. The vibes bet are too good. Team. Oh, yeah. Women's World Cup tonight. Yes, so bet on them. I know. They, they got to be the favorites, right? I'm bummed I'm going to be missing it. A uh, huge pickleball match. Ah, yes. We know about your Volo pickleball yep. tournament now. Yep. Uh, we'll see how it goes. Um, I've got Eric to come be my partner tonight. Eric. Are you comfortable about it? Low-key. Like, I don't want to assign him titles that he might not have. You're about to. But he's like, I think, if not actually, almost a state champion tennis player. No way. Yeah, yeah. Like, wow. made the finals, maybe. So he has, you guys have no excuse to lose tonight. Yeah, except for the fact that he's never played before. Um, mm. And Well, you said you're really good at ping pong, and he's really good at tennis. So he's you're even kind of, better at ping pong. You're, wow. So you're mixing those games together. You should win. Yeah. I expect to win but i expect to win everything all the time well that sounds like sean payton's message to the denver broncos because that's kind of what we found out today that's his message is uh winning is the most important thing and we need to do everything in order to do that but before we talk about more of that 
Um, Ryan, and before we get into the bad news, because the vibes are just too good right now, how was your lunch? <sighs> okay, here's the thing. <laughs> no free today ads, was, today but... Today was the media barbecue day. It, yeah, they can't call it that anymore. Oh, no. Um, if I said... Let's just put it this way. If I said, Zach... Why don't you come over for a barbecue? I'm having all the homies over. We're having a barbecue Hell yeah, baby. at my house. What kind of food are you expecting? Oh, I'm expecting a lot of meat. Uh, maybe four different types. You're going to have some sausage there, spicy Probably sausage. Probably at least two different types of meat in a cylinder. Yep, yep, exactly. And then you're going to have some pulled pork. Ooh. Um, uh, what, at what's... least burgers. Yep, yep. Burgers it, and dogs would be the yep, bare minimum. Yep, yep. Oh, it, it bare minimum. Yeah, with, uh, with some buns yes. as well. So if I invited you over for a barbecue and then I just had a giant platter of chicken nuggets, you'd be confused. Well, I'm going to also need coleslaw. I'm going to also need <laughs> potato salad. I'm going to need chips. Nope. So uh, you're telling me it's meat without anything? I hope that if anyone from the organization hears this, they know that we're just giving them shit. We are so grateful <laughs> yes. for any free food that we get. But the funny thing is, so... Every year that I've covered the Broncos, which this is my this is our eighth training camp, uh, and they have a media barbecue to kick off camp. And the media barbecue is they cater some local barbecue place, and it is incredible. It's oh, yeah. amazing. This year they did a little different. <laughs> they brought us Chick Fil A. Yep. No and, free ads, but we yes, also yes, believe yes, in yes, transparency. You're, you're right. Um, and it was a ton of chicken nuggets, which honestly, in a vacuum. It's great. Great. <laughs> yeah, great. With the sauces were included. Yep. Um, and then sauces went quick though. Mac and cheese went quick. Wasn't able to get it. How was it? I didn't have any. Uh, okay. I'm on keto. Ah, so then the even man. the chicken nuggets were kind of bending the rules. Yeah, because they're breaded. But at least I'm staying away from just the straight carbs. So then you didn't have a cookie either. I did not have a yeah, cookie. Yeah, didn't either. have so a, it was, I, I didn't have a cookie. Either. It was a one track meal for me. That's it, me as well. Yep. That's that's what we both had. Um, and then Greg Penner comes up to the podium. And I have no idea if he knew what our meal was, if he knew what past meals were, but he goes, uh, you know, happy to see you all back. I, I hope this, you know, the meal, I don't know how it stacked up to last year's meal, but I hope it was good. And it was, I have no idea if he, Did if that everyone was a laugh? joke or not. I don't think anyone <laughs> knew if he knew it was a joke. So no one laughed. It was like, oh yeah, thanks for the food. Yes. So again, the, the food was actually delicious. Yes. But here's the other thing. Barbecue. If I invite you over for a barbecue, what do you expect the setting to be? Um, outside. Yes. Yeah. yes. <laughs> oh, you didn't expect it to be in the basement, right? No, a, a windowless basement? <laughs> yes, exactly. Bunker? So our media barbecue this year was um, a platter of chicken nuggets in the media room. Yep, yep. And as Alex Roberts in the comments says, no baked beans. I mean, if they would have brought baked beans from any establishment and that's it just when, a big old pot when. of baked beans honestly I would have been fine with that too except it doesn't fit the diet oh that baked beans definitely don't fit um, it was again I hope if anyone's listening to this they know we're just screwing around yes 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 but it was fun. it's a funny uh, yes, it's yes. a funny contrast and I was told today I never mm. knew this um, and this is like classic like everything was cooler for media like 20 years ago yeah, yeah. Um, it used to be the media barbecue was at Mike Shanahan's house. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Literally, everyone's invited over to Mike Shanahan's house for a proper barbecue. That is, and, and you know, he's got like his own chef just literally smoking yeah. the meat. Or maybe next to he's the pool. like grill master. I, I could see it. Man, yep. that would be so cool. Mike Shanahan just seemed like he had the most interesting relationship with media. Because mm -hmm. I've also he just... heard he would, 
not be afraid to MF them. Well, I was going to say, you know how um, maybe certain people that you know that work with media know exactly how to toy that line with like, hey, buddy, you're doing a great job. (laughs) And then like, hey, what the fuck do you think you're doing? (laughs) I think that came from Mike Shannon. Yeah, yeah, I probably did. And who, who... the most prominent person you're talking about knew Mike Shanahan. Yes, so exa- that's, exactly, that's exactly what I'm talking about. Um, so, yeah, we went from Mike Shanahan's house yep. to honestly like a fun little yeah, gathering yeah, out, yeah. Out, outside yep. um, to, you know, n- nuggets in the basement. <laughs> nuggets in the basement. Man, that actually sounds like a nice thing in February. Like you come over to watch nuggets in your basement. Yeah, yeah I, I was yeah. thinking that. I was like, maybe this was like a subliminal Ooh, championship yeah. message. Ah. Like, we're, we're nuggets now. Sean only serves nuggets to uh, Look at us. The we're players. the nuggets now. <laughs> yeah. But to me, that sounds like kind love nuggets in the basement. Oh, watching the nuggets. That makes a lot of it, sense. That's what it feels like. If more. you're at home and you're one of those people who DM me that's like, hey, I'm trying to get into media. How should I get started? There's your idea. Nuggets in the basement. You eat chicken nuggets and you smoke weed and you talk about the Denver Nuggets. That might be your niche. I'm sure there's probably already that out there. Maybe. I think so. Uh, someone asked, Eric asked, any adult beverages? Could you imagine if they just had a full bar top shelf with nuggets served? Would have been amazing. That would have made the questions pretty interesting. Um, but like I said, Sean Payton would not have liked one question. Speaking of, um, RIP oh. to um, the one press box I've ever been in that serves beer yeah. is in Santa Clara mm-hmm. uh, at Levi's. Yeah. And the beer they always served was Anchor Steam. Great beer. It's no longer. No way. Yeah, the brewery that makes it went under. Wow, man, so, that's a shame. RIP, because that was a really good beer. So I wonder if San, if uh, the 49ers are still going to serve beer. I don't know. Damn. Hopefully another uh, place steps up. Maybe the Broncos will step up. Um, but a question Sean Payton would not have liked is, how's Marvin Mims doing? And that was the only negative injury that Sean actually talked about. And he didn't talk about it much, but Marvin Mims had a hamstring tweak during the offseason program near at the end. So he didn't fully practice near at the end of OTAs. And then he wasn't practicing today, Ryan. It was like, well, is this just a continuation of that? Hamstring injuries for a receiver? That's uh, not the most uncommon thing for those to last for a while. We found out today, Ryan, that nope, it's a different injury different hamstring and it seems like marvin mims injured this fairly recently um maybe getting into shape we don't know that though and sean said he'll be back in the next he'll be 100 percent ready to go the next couple of days or within the next week that's what what didn't hit right for me because mm. he was like yeah yeah marvin um he had another little injury and while he was working out um he'll be back you know three four Five, maybe a week and i was like no if you would have just said like he'll be back in the next three days i'd right. like okay right 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 yeah but <sighs> i hate this stuff i hate it i hate that i've done this now so many times that i'm just like mm, yeah heard that one before yeah um and i hope that it's just different right um, and it of course always can be, be. yeah but i'm on like high alert anytime a guy's not there the first day and i'm on high alert anytime there's not a clear timeline and another reason is because we had this with a former second round speedster wide receiver don't do that just a couple of years ago uh with kj hamler he had a couple of injuries kind of in the off season with his hamstring then got another injury as a as a rookie during training camp and that really set him back and i just really hope that's not the same thing i don't think marvin mims has a history of hamstrings so this could honestly just be like he has two hamstring injuries in a 10-year span, and they both just happen to be within a two-month period. So that's what's giving me the most hope with this. 
But especially, we talked about how Sean Payton's not going to rush Javante Williams back. One of the big reasons why he said he's not going to rush him back is because he's coming back from a major injury. I hope they honestly treat a slight hamstring tweak as a major injury for a wide receiver because if, if Marvin Mims sits out all of training camp, is that ideal? Of course not. But if he's actually 100% when he comes back, that's way better than trying to force him to come back and then they're set back. So that's something we're going to watch, especially I'm going to watch because I think Marvin Mims has an opportunity just a couple games into this season to break in as number three receiver on this team. By the end of the season, be the number two receiver on this team. I think he can be that big, but you got to be available. And I just don't think people can quite understand how important training camp is for a rookie. It's true. Um, and and honestly, the even the off-season program is so important for a rookie. There's 13 practices between now and the end of training camp. Now, there's also a few more practices, of course, before the season actually starts. Right. But there's a finite amount of time to, like, learn the playbook, go execute it, get on the same page as, you know, the quarterback. I just liken it to if you miss the first three weeks of school. You're going to have some bad dreams, by the way. Yeah, like, you, you know, even if you miss, like, the first two days of school, you walk in and, like, you feel like, everyone's on mile three of the yeah, marathon yeah. when you're starting it yeah there's already clicks and yeah exactly so like you don't want to miss this and and i'm just crossing my fingers that he's out there as fast as possible because the more you miss the harder it is to get all the way back and you know there's going to be a play that they installed that sure you got to watch but you haven't got to run it right and you might not get to run it yeah until it's called in the game yeah 100 percent. and this training camp is going to be so different from anything we saw last year. Sean Payton, we can already see it day one when this is considered a ramp-up period, Ryan. The practice was only an hour and a half long. That's the longest they could have gone today. It's the longest they can go tomorrow by NFL rules. And you can already tell that in a ramp-up period, this is going to be an intense training camp. We've talked about it. Sean Payton's doing small stretches, but they're going to be intense stretches for this team. We saw him doing full sprints out there today in some kind of uh footwork drills but these guys are moving sean payton's working them and so they're going to get tons of plays in. you just don't want to miss any time at all so it's just going to be huge and that's a, another huge takeaway is just how intense this training camp is going to be with sean i love it <clears throat> i um i think that sean payton's number one goal if i was the coach my number one goal of this training camp would be to toughen up this team mm, in yep. every facet they're not tough <laughs> and they haven't been for a while they haven't like Last year, this was a team that got punched in the mouth, and the defense honestly had a pretty good chance of getting back up. The offense, it felt like once they got punched in the mouth, they were on, they were down for the count. Done. So they need to get tougher, um, and I think Sean Payton knows that, understands yeah. that, and yeah. is going to embrace that challenge of toughening them up. Yep, and that starts with intense practices. It starts by maximizing every single minute that he has. When the Broncos can have two-and-a-half-hour practices, practices are going to be two hours and 31 minutes. I mean, they're going to be pushing mm -hmm. the limit with everything they can do. Ryan, it's going to be 99 degrees out. And these guys are going to be out there. It's probably going to be 91 at 10 a.m. when they're practicing. It gets it's hotter gonna, on that grass, though. Oh, it does. It's going to be hot. And uh, we talked to Steve Atwater today, and he's like, come on. this is Even this practice is easy. <laughs> but this is going to be the hardest that NFL rules allow. Yep. And that's good. Yeah. It, it, it absolutely is. <clears> I hope everyone stays needs. healthy because I, I, I've always been more of a proponent of make it easy on them, make sure everyone's healthy going into the season. I just don't think that's a, a luxury that this team can afford anymore. Oh, so now you care about health. 
Yesterday, we weren't allowed to put health in a storyline, but now you want to follow health as a storyline, huh? What? Wow. Oh, um, okay. Yeah. I'm so pressed for no reason. Uh, yeah, I don't know what happened. I'm not pressed. I'm good. What I'm saying is, I... Oh, now I remember. I just black out during the shows. I know. It happens. And yeah. I'm like, what you're, What are you telling me <laughs> I said yesterday? Um, I... I just... Uh, they... I. They don't have the luxury of saying, like, let's just make sure everyone's healthy, get to the season. They have to use iron on iron and sharpen up. Yep. They have, <clears> ooh, <throat> man, that sounds like a, like a, that'd be a Vic Fangioism. Would that be a It's actually Vance? a Kubiakism. A Kubiak. It's a Super Bowl, Super Bowl winning saying, actually. Mm, that's the oh, you're right. Iron sharpens iron. Sharpens iron. iron. Yeah, 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 yeah. Speaking of, DeMarcus Ware was talked about uh, a, a lot today. <laughs> I, I was thinking about him, too, when I said that. Yep. Yeah. Shout out to Marcus, man. He was... Um, just like an elite locker room guy. He was. He was. Great, great dude yep. in general. And actually, speaking of isms, he was like the king of wrong isms. And I, I'm just trying to follow in his footsteps. It's true. He just would get him like one word or maybe even one letter off. <laughs> but be so confident. He'd just yes. roll right through it. Yes. Um, yeah, he would be like, you know, iron sharpens aluminum. What? So anyways, all right. I have two more big takeaways. Okay. First, this is my eighth training camp, Ooh. which makes me You're... feel very old. Yeah, you are old. Um, I went through it and I started counting and it was so depressing. Five coaches in eight training camps. Can you believe that? <clears throat> and then, you know what? Justin Simmons got up on the podium and I started realizing this is his eighth training hey, camp yeah, and he's had yeah, five yeah, coaches yeah, as well. Yeah. And coaches are, are so weird and so quirky. And each one of them has their own set of beliefs and their own set of phrases and their yep. own set of um, pillars that mm -hmm. they try to install. And I just don't think any one of those guys has ever even gotten off the ground floor of trying to build those pillars. Outside of Koobs. Koobs, it's just a, such a different situation. He walked in and won a Super Bowl. Right, right. Um, and I think, yeah, like his identity and the things that he wanted to do certainly infiltrated the team. But really his job mm. was just to like be a great coach. Right. And in terms of just like between the lines. Not necessarily. <clears throat> I see what you're saying. Not didn't have creating to build an organization. Anything. Exactly. Yeah. No one else has even gotten down the foundation before no. things started to spiral. Yeah. Like you think of Vance Joseph. Remember? By... Week 17, John Elway had to sleep on it. But year one. That's brutal. Vic Fangio goes 0-4 to start his career as, mm -hmm. as the Broncos head coach. The wheels are like already off. How many this, sacks in those four games? Zero. Yeah. Um, you, they, after that, you're no longer like brick by brick by brick. You're just like, oh, God, yeah. I've got to scramble to save my career. Yeah. And, you know, whatever he ends up saying here for three years. Was it three? Yeah. Yep. <clears throat> and then, of course, Nathaniel Hackett, from the second they settled for a 64-yard field goal, the building was over. You yeah. don't get to build when you're in panic mode. That's a good point. And I just – I was thinking about Justin while he's standing up there, and I'm just like, how many fucking isms has he had to listen oh, to man. from these different coaches trying to, you know, install their thing? And I just have to imagine it's so tough as a player to be like, oh, here we go again. Like, I know it's Sean Payton walking into that locker room. It has a different cachet to it. Yeah. 
But when he's doing whatever thing that he does to try and like pound, you know, I was telling you at practice, like coach prime's thing is smart, tough, fast, discipline with character, whatever Sean's version of that, like the compete streets of the world, <laughs> it's gotta be so hard as a player who just yeah. hears a new one every year to like buy in. And so I hope, and I'm, I'm confident that Sean Payton will have a different experience, but none of these coaches have had really any chance to install their culture because they've all been in scramble mode from day one. And one of the things that we kind of learned about that today to play off of that, Ryan, is that there's not a win the West slogan that everyone's rallying behind like there was last year. There's not all these other slogans. Are you uh, seeing this? <laughs> the, uh, yeah, our producer here has, what is it, 400 the 40 ounces? 40-gallon jug? <laughs> uh, I mean, it's, Bro, it's, it's hot today, but uh, you, you'll be okay. I've never seen... A vessel that large. <laughs> you know what I also saw about you here earlier? He's, he's taking it out, but he has headphones on to listen to us. You know what he had under those headphones? He had Air ear, yes, earbuds in in order to listen to something else to drown us out. I was working and I had one in so I could hear you guys and I could edit what I have to edit for you guys. Mm. That's actually impressive. I do that so quite you're often. buying it. You're, you're buying guys. it, huh? I am buying you're it. You're buying yeah. it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I am buying it. Um, I also might be. Ryan's, Ryan's nicer. <laughs> I literally, I was on a Zoom call yesterday and I got shit for how large this water bottle is. Wow. Yaya's is four times yeah, the size of this. Yeah, it really is. That, uh, that is why. Um, and so there's probably no like water bottle slogans that Sean Payton has that it's like, especially for guys like Justin that have been around for a while. Like, come on. In fact, Justin was asked, what's, what's the saying? What, what, what is Sean Payton preaching to you guys? And, he says it's everything's about winning. The number one goal is winning here. Just win. We know that uh, it's as simple as that, and that's not necessarily going to like make fans go crazy as like maybe another motto would. But that probably hits home to grown men who have been through so many different sayings that just don't work. And sometimes those sayings do work. Yeah. Um, iron sharpens iron. Helped win Super Bowl Fifty potentially. Um, but when you've just heard the same thing over and over again. You just get a guy that comes in and says, let's just win. And here's how we're going to win. I'm going to teach you how to win. And that's kind of the second biggest thing with Sean Payton. I asked Greg Penner, what's the biggest thing about Sean Payton that surprised you? And he said th the teaching aspect. And Justin Simmons and Cortland Sutton both point to the teaching aspect that Sean Payton brings uh, to, to this entire team. Was it uh, when James was on? I think when James was on with Henry and I, he said – insert prominent NFL figure here, told him <laughs> that Sean Payton's the best teacher of football he's ever seen. Wow. And that goes a long... That's what makes him a great coach. 100%. And coaching matters more in the NFL than any other sport. The other thing... Okay, this is not This is a, an extension of that last takeaway. Then I have one more. Um, Justin, for the first time ever, looks a little older. Oh. And I think he would say the same thing about me. So I, <laughs> you, know, you know, again, we've, we've both been in this building like for eight years. Like bags under his eyes or like... I just he... I remember when he was that rookie, he kind of had that like exuberant baby face. Yeah. And ever since then, I've like felt like he was a young player in my head. Yeah. I now I totally realize know he's going about. into year eight. It's wild. He's an older veteran in the NFL now. He's approaching 30, Ryan. It's crazy. You, you know what 30 does to people. Oh, terrible things. <laughs> I hate being 30, 31. 
Yeah, I mean, we're over that. So is Justin 30 then? No, he's probably getting right there, though. He's got to be close. Who, do you, who was the number one overall pick in that draft, by the way? Justin Simmons. In 2016, who was the Broncos' first pick? That was Paxton Lynch. So it was that Carson Wentz and... No, uh, no, it was, the, it was Mitch Trubisky, um, Patrick Mahomes. No, it was Carson Oh, Wentz. you're right, you're right. It was Carson, who went above Carson Wentz? Carson Jared Wentz. Goff. Oh, Jared Goff. Are you sure? Yes. I have it up right now. It is bad. <laughs> because those were the okay. first. Oh, you have it on your screen. Those are the, I was like, I don't see it. <laughs> those are the first two, and then Paxton was the third quarterback taken like 25 spots later. Yikes. Yeah. Um, and Jared Goff like, might be dope. He's like, good. <laughs> yeah. That's also the same draft as uh, Ezekiel Elliott, Joey Bosa, and Jalen Ramsey. Okay. Man, that's wild. Yes. Um, <clears throat> but anyways, yeah, like – I, it just hit me for the first time, like, oh, he's like, uh, he might. I mean, he's just an older NFL veteran. Now. Yeah, it's really true, which is which is crazy. Yeah, because I agree with you. I always think of him as a younger guy as well. Ryan, do you have one more big takeaway? Mm -hmm. How big of a takeaway is this? Because all I, all I have is small potatoes left. It could it could go a while. It could change. Could it change the future of this organization? No, it's actually more about the past. Oh, are we going to get emotional? No. Okay. Well, then you won't need to check out our friends over at Kind Love in, in an emotional way, but in, in a fun way, you probably do want to check out our friends over at Kind Love, where if you use code DNVR, you're going to get 25% off in-store purchases. Kind Love already has great prices, and you're going to get 25% off of that. They're one of the first dispensaries in Colorado established in 2010. Speaking of old, Ryan, I didn't really know dispensaries existed in 2010, almost around for 15 years. So they've got the whole system set up from seed to table or from seed to sale and to table, bringing their own genetics, growing process and packaging. It's just like farm to table, except for their products. And they've also got the turbo joint, which you know is just gonna boost you as Yahir is pumping his fist. He's a big fan of the turbo core, the turbo joint. It's sold at more than 100 stores around the state. So check them out. Their locations in Cherry Creek or North Denver mentioned DNVR and get the exclusive discount of 25% off all kind love flower pre-rolls and turbo joint lines so visit them on their website kindlove.com or one of their two stores to see everything they've got also i just uh, you know in uh on the news and they're like i was just handed a breaking news no that's like <laughs> that just happened to me in real life oh geez um but it was about the buffs oh okay about the uh maybe change in conference yeah yeah sounds like they're in the late discussions of potentially going to the big 12 which i've been saying for weeks so which would be great right I think so. Yeah, I think it, it's funny because I was really confident about this before Pac-12 Media Days, and then I was talking to someone out there, and you know they're connected to the program pretty well, and he was just like, "Yeah, we'll be back here next year. No way they're going to Big 12." And I was like, "Huh? I felt like it was the other way around. I was right." You were right. Did um, you also see the other news handed across the table? No. What is it? Aaron Rodgers took a thirty-five million dollar pay cut oh. over the next two years. Because of his love for Nathaniel Hackett. I don't know why, but when you said 35, I expected the next word to be minute. And I was like, what? <laughs> like Aaron Rodgers took a 35-minute pee. <laughs> I mean, would you be surprised? No. If no, anyone's that's exactly going what to I... do anything interesting with his body, it would be him. Yeah, it's like he got this like IV, which pumps you full of liquid, <laughs> then you pee for 35 minutes. You pee all of the toxins out <laughs> yeah. of your body. I, I was honestly like, anything over 30, you're peeing over 35 minutes. 35 minutes part. is about as long as his darkness retreat was before he gave up. <laughs> it's right. Oh, did he give up? He gave up. Wow. I mean, I... 
would have given up too. But I also wouldn't have never gone in in the first place. Also, it was just like, like people like delivered you meals and stuff. It oh wasn't, yeah, it's you know, it's not like crazy. softest, darkest yeah, food yeah, ever. True. <laughs> uh, also, shout out to Foco. If you want to create a darkness retreat in your own room, okay. go to Foco and buy like. 14 Broncos blankets mm, and then just yeah. pin them up around yeah. your room. Maybe the blue ones, not the orange ones. Yes. Um, Allie and I actually, so we've one, done this before. Well, one day we were talking about like, how long do you think we'll have Apple products? Um, hmm. Because you know how you can like set a reminder on your phone. Oh yeah. yeah so yeah. I was like, we should set a reminder for 30 years from now wow. uh, about that. We should, wow. I think we were like at the time making a fort. I was like, 30 years from now, let's set a reminder to make, make a fort. Another fort. Do you think you'll remember? When it hits? Yeah. yeah. Do you think you'll remember the day? I mean, that was like seven years ago. So. Oh, so you're getting close. Yeah. Speaking of old. And I still remember. Wow. And oh, it's yeah? also, yeah? he was under kind love products while thinking of this idea. Well, well it sounds like Foco. Probably well, it more like of was it. Yeah, it sounds like he wasn't under kind love because he remembers it. True. Uh, I, I don't know. <laughs> Probably if you hit that you turbo core. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, uh, go over to our friends at Foco. Get yourself some blankets, hats, yeah. bobbleheads. I mean, basically anything you see Broncos on this set, this um, pennant, so dope. all sorts of great stuff you can get over at our friends at Foco. Use the code DNVR for 10% off. All right, take us into the past. Okay. In the past, Colorado was in the Big 12. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> We've got, we'll you talk about that. 21 in, minutes until that conversation. 21 minutes, we'll talk about the Big 12 on the I, Buff I'm Show. Sorry, I distracted. I just thought you should. He no, did. He really distracted. <laughs> I was full on in Broncos mode. I'm sorry. I, just, I thought you should. <laughs> and, um, you can send that over the airwaves. Like you can, you can dial it in with some breaking news and talk about it. You don't have to be sending it in, in messages. I you actually know. just said, hey, RK. Oh, you told him like, oh, so you did. Okay, fair. So... Speaking of the Big 12, you know who played in the Big 12? Um, a lot of people. Vaughn Miller. Yeah. Akeem Tlaib. Yeah. Chris Harris Jr. Yeah. Super Bowl 50. When I got to training camp today. Dogs. I was looking out on the field and I was oh, thinking, damn. oh, first day of training camp. I remember my first, first day of training camp. And I was thinking about the players that I got to talk to that day. Vaughn Miller. Demarcus Ware. Yep. Uh, Demarius Thomas. John Elway, even, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. you know, uh, Akib Tlaib. I don't remember exactly who all they brought. I know Vaughn was up there for sure, and Demarius yeah. was up there for sure. And then I thought, okay, well, who are they bringing today? And I, t I asked you, and you said, um, they're bringing Justin Simmons and Cortland Sutton. And that was like a very negative wake-up call for me. Mm. Now, those aren't the two biggest stars on the Broncos, so that's just like a Broncos nope. decision to yeah. not bring up their two biggest stars. Yep. Who are the two biggest stars? Two biggest stars are Russell Wilson yep who obviously had the worst year of his career last year it based off just name alone that's why he's a big star not because of play last year and pat sertan yeah who is legit the only person that we've talked about right now yeah that actually belongs in that group that i just talked about for my first training camp yeah now my first training camp that team went nine and seven that year yeah um and that's with all that star power i fear that this Broncos team is severely lacking star power. Now that doesn't mean that they can't be good. Um, because if Russell Wilson gets back, well, he's back to being a, an absolute star yep. and you know, you would put him in that group. You'd put yep. him on that podium yep. uh, and say like, he belongs up there with Von Miller and DeMarcus Ware yep. and Demarius Thomas and Akeem Tlaib. Um, without that though, Pat Sertan is really the only star on this team. 100%, without a doubt. And you 
you could throw Justin Simmons in, but the safety position um, just doesn't hit as much. Uh, and in terms of star power, he doesn't have star power. Yeah, he, he's he, amazing. I right, love Justin. Right, right. He does but, not have star power. And, and you're right, just comparing it to those other teams that had so many stars. And that's why so much boils down to Sean Payton. We totally. talk about the coaching. How much can coaching impact? And the NFL can impact more than any other sport. But can he be that good of a coach in New Orleans? He was. Not just when he had Drew Brees at the MVP level that like he had in many years. But he took over the second worst offense in the NFL and made him top 10. Top yep. 5 even. He took Drew Brees as a good quarterback, made him a Hall of Fame First quarterback. Ballot. First ballot. He took a 3-13 and 13 team and got them to the playoffs and won a playoff game his first year. He's going to have pretty much that big of a task this year with this team. And he was able to create stars. Yeah. Now, obviously, a lot is on the player. But Alvin Kamara, not a highly touted top pick. draft pick. Michael Thomas... Not a highly touted top draft pick. Second round pick, Cortland Sutton was. He was able to take guys who are talented and turn them into stars. Yep. And so the person I look at is Jerry Judy. He absolutely has everything it would take to become a star. In yep. fact, all he has to do is put up numbers and he's instantly a star. Yep. Um, he's already known. He's a name brand. He, you know, is popular on social media. He does things that like are look cool in TikToks. Um, <laughs> so all it takes is just highlights in yeah. a good season for him. Yeah. He's a star. Javante Williams, a guy with absolute star potential. Yep. If he's healthy enough, can Sean Payton make him become a star? On the defensive side of the ball, like Justin is always going to be Justin. Yep. Pat Sertan is always going to be a star, superstar probably, I would say. Yep. Um, and then around them are like a lot of guys who maybe could become that. Um, Randy Gregory, yep. not a star. Could be. Could be. Um, Zach Allen, yep. not a star. Could be. Um, what about Baron Browning? Sure. Absolutely. Maybe more of a stretch, but. And, and this is less on Sean Payton, more on the defensive yeah. coaching staff. Yeah. But it's uh, it's so interesting. And I, and I really do look at that offensive side of the ball. And it's like, can Sean Payton give us some stars so that when we come to the first day of training camp next year, we're saying like, man, what a star-studded cast. Russell Wilson. Jerry, Judy, yeah. Pat Sertan are all coming to the, the podium, and all three of them were pro bowlers last year. So I completely agree about the guys you mentioned that could be stars on the offensive side of the ball. Let me run through some other ones on offense, not offensive line, because that's really tough to gauge. Tell me if you guys, if you think they can be stars. Cortland Sutton. Yes. On a national perspective, he can be a star. He's been a pro bowler. Okay. Um, no, it's fair. It's he's, fair. A na he's like a name that's been like drafted in a lot of fantasy drafts. Like people know who he is. Tim Patrick. I want to say yes, but he's certainly lower on that scale. Marvin Mims. Yes. Uh, Greg Dulcich. Yes. Okay. And I agree. Look how many potentials there are there. Sean doesn't have to get it out of all of those guys. But if he gets two legitimate stars to go along with Russell Wilson making him a star, Broncos offense is going to be just fine. What about any rookie like Drew Sanders? Well, we did mention Marvin Mims. Drew Sanders, yeah. I mean, any rookie could become a star because we've seen it, like we just talked about. Third-round picks, fifth-round picks, seventh-round picks. Anyone can become a star. Um, it, it, you're right. I mean, if you get Jerry, that's like the one I feel like you got to get. Yep. got to get Jerry. Um and then you add like a Greg Dulcich. Yeah. Now I can't. It's so funny because JP, James Palmer, 
was so JP. high. Was so They're high homies, on man. JP and RK, like they were know, sitting next to each other during the press conference. They rode through Vegas and they're like, "Yo, Vegas has never seen those." Like, <laughs> That's my guy, Jimmy Palm Trees. Um, anyways, he was so high on Speaking Greg Dulcich. Stay tuned tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, and he was like talking about how Sean Payton, he's so good with these types of guys. And then I just remember the Mike Kliss blurb. Yeah. 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 He was like, ah, like Sean Payton doesn't like, uh, his tight ends with, <laughs> with, um, what was it? High or short shorts and Long curls. Hairs. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I was like, well, I hope he does because Dulcich needs to be really good. He's someone to watch his training camp for yeah. sure. Yep. Um, okay. Any other small bits before we talk to the people? Nope. Because I've got a couple of small ones that actually, let's just hit those right now because I know we got buffs and I want to make sure we get to these because I think Sean Payton had a nice little, not necessarily jab, but insight that helped the Broncos and hurt a player today. But first, got to tell you about our friends over at Bacchus and Shanker. Make sure to give them a call. 222-2222 if you need to sue. Hit the two because they will help you if you're in any injury case, whether it's automobile, whether it's pedestrian, bike, uh, a bus is involved. Make sure to give Bacchus and Shanker our friends a call or check them out at coloradolaw.net where they've won over a billion dollars for their clients. And speaking of money, you don't pay them when you call them for a consultation. You don't pay them when they work on their case. You only pay them when they win for you. So it's not even your money that you don't have to pay out of pocket. So give them a call at Bacchus and Shanker at 222-2222. They win big time for you Yes. Great comment from Alex. Let's get to 100 likes before the end of the show. Let's step up our like game in yeah, this training camp. I agree. Yeah. Like you know, camp is here. Camp's here. Everyone's in the best shape of their life. Everyone yes. needs their thumb in the best shape of its life. Uh, just yeah. clicking that yeah. thumbs up yeah. for us. Yeah, you can do it. Also, just want I'm going to keep pumping this every day because I want to do this. Yeah. And we need you guys to come with us. Yep. Go sign up. Yeah, yeah. Make sure it's added to the description. The link uh, to go to Chicago with us. We're going to Chicago for Broncos Bears. We want you guys to come. We're going to get on a bus from the air. We're going to go to the airport, meet up there. Yeah. Probably have a concourse beer. Then we're going to be on the flight. I'm going to be like, hey, see my guy back there? That's Iceman. Send him a beer on ice. They're going to be like, cool. We're going to hang out on the plane. We're going to get off the plane. We're going to get onto a bus together. I'm going to be like, bus driver, take us to Johnny's Beef. It's the Ooh. best in the city. It's not even in the city. It's a little outside. It's like a little side gym. We're going to go to Johnny's Beef. We're going to get our beefs dipped. It's amazing. Getting your beef dipped. I know. Wow. I know. I know. Coming off a plane, that's impressive. We're all going to go to the same hotel. We're going to hang out there. We're going to be like, all right, let's all go fresh. Beef dip there, too. Yeah. We're going to be like, all right, let's all go freshen up. Uh, let's meet back down here for a lobby drink around six o'clock. We're going to come down. We're going to meet. It's we're going to have a lobby drink. We might get another beef dipped after that. <laughs> <laughs> then. We're gonna go out to like a local bar. We might even do a live show just for shits and giggles while we while we're there. <laughs> then we're gonna wake up in the next morning. We're gonna go to a tailgate lot. We're gonna tailgate with all of us, all Sounds of our incredible. friends, and then some of our friends from CHGO and hang out with them too. Then we're gonna go to the game. We're all gonna be sitting in the same section. Zach will be in the press box, but I'll be with you guys. <clears throat> we're probably gonna have a couple drinks there. Then we're gonna go back. We're gonna get on the flight back together. We're gonna come back to Denver. <sighs> Sounds like a hell of a weekend. It's. Maybe be the best weekend ever. And October, the Broncos at the beginning too. of October, and the Broncos should win that. They're favored in that early projections. Yeah. Man. Yeah. And you get to see an electric team on the other side, too. Yeah, I mean, Man. at least an interesting one. Yeah, it's very true. Man, sign up. Let's do this. Anyone who went to London with us will tell you yeah. 
Come with us. A lot of people went to London. That's much further. Yes. So let's let's make this happen. Let's and, go to and Chicago. Let's yeah. say let's say you don't live in Denver, so you can't take the flight with us. We have other packages out there where you can do the hotel and stay and all that. So check out the link in our description. Chicago dogs. Oh man. Pequod's pizza. You're killing me. All I had was chicken today. I'm ready for some more food, and now you're talking about all this beef, yeah. beef getting dipped and all that. <laughs> I had a breakfast shake and then just chicken nuggets. <laughs> <laughs> Two venti coffees. Oh yeah, but you're here. We need you. I don't know. Maybe. If oh, you you're go, coming. If you go, I'm out. It depends because we actually have a studio there producing. True. Wow. Okay. Um. So what I was teasing before, uh, what's his Sean Payton talked about the Broncos signing Brett Maher. Maher is that it? Is that what we're going with? Mar. Brett Mar. <laughs> I don't know what it is. <laughs> Brett talked about the Broncos signing Brett. And he said the reason they didn't sign them or sign him when he was brought in for the, uh, the tryout a couple of months ago was because there was uh, uh, a little differences in the contract between what he wanted and what the team wanted to give him. Then 10 minutes after Sean Payton stopped talking, the contract details came out. Mm, isn't that interesting? You know what the contract details were, Ryan? You don't have to give me numbers. Little. Minimum. Yeah. <laughs> he got the, the minimum from the Broncos with guess how many guarantees? None. No guarantees. So the Broncos won. Mm-hmm. Uh, two months ago, Brett said, nah, you're going to have to pay me if you want me. And Broncos said, nope, we'll just sign Elliot Fry. We're going to play this long game with you. And they won because Brett Maher takes a minimum deal. Um, They're like, and- bro, you missed 17 extra points <laughs> in one game. He's like, but it was just one game. And, and like, that's what Sean Payton care, said. Man. Yeah. Today, once they got the deal done, he was like, it was just, he had one bad game. Yeah, exactly. But then he used that against him in contract negotiations, I'm sure. Yep. Uh, but he's going to be the Broncos kicker there. So that was kind of a fun thing. Um, the stadium, they put $100 million into the stadium, Ryan. It's going to be done before training camp or wow. before preseason. Good job. Yes, very good job. It shows um, you that money can even make construction projects <laughs> move faster. It's very true. And uh, Damani Leach, they unveiled the helmets yesterday, which we broke down. He said they're already working on new uniforms. And we knew that, or we had a good idea about that. Now, this is just a theory, but man, am I sick of people complaining about the uniform when I talk about the helmet being dope. Those are just two completely different things. Very like, different. I'm like, hey, this helmet's cool. And everyone's like, yeah, but those pants suck. And I'm like, <laughs> well, yeah, I'm just talking about the helmet, right, which right. is really cool. And they're like, but the pants. So um, here's what happened. Theory. Okay. The Broncos wanted a new helmet to unveil this year because everyone's doing something cool with their helmet. Yep. They would have loved to do a whole new alternate jersey to go along with their new helmet. Like, let's say, Tennessee is doing. Yep. But Nike is already using a lot of resources on the Denver Broncos because mm. they're trying to unveil new uniforms, hopefully as soon as next year. Mm. So they said, hey, look, we're not going to design you a new alternate uniform just to design you a whole new set n- next year. So, you know, hit up whoever does the helmets, get yourself a new helmet. We'll, we'll roll out a whole new home away and alternate next year. That makes a ton of sense. I can completely buy that. Um, and also... They started working on the alternate helmet the minute the NFL said you the NFL said you can have an alternate helmet. So yep. that was their first priority was to get something out this year. And then I think they will have their sights set on uh, a new jersey. I imagine it's going to be next year. I don't understand why people are complaining so much. Like the helmet is great. We want more. Let's just let's just be happy that they got the helmet right in a way that is just like 
in tune with what the fan base likes. I right. can tell you why though, like, because the team is bad, and you see something cool, you want more of it because you want to feel good for once because you yeah. haven't seen winning football. That's fair. And then I also saw some people be like. Enough about the helmets. Like, just win a game. And it's like, well, sorry to tell you, they don't have a game for uh, right, uh, over right, a month. Right, right, right. Yeah, exactly. And if they didn't do the helmets and then lost, well, then people probably would have wanted the helmets. Yeah. Be a, um, so, yeah, they're never just going to have everyone happy. But for the most part, I'd say the rollout of the new helmet was good. Um, it's great. Last little takeaway from today, Ryan, and tell me if this is something we should read into. We had the owner speak. We had the... Uh, president speak we had the head coach speak we had some players speak the only top executive that didn't speak today was george payton and typically at this Uh day um you have the general manager speak now typically we have a barbecue catered to us so there were some things that were different so is george payton not speaking today just something that was different because it was different or is it something that was different that we should read into didn't someone not talk recently because there was a golf tournament or something uh greg penner's <laughs> been in some golf tournaments yeah he like something happened and he wasn't there because he's at a golf tournament. maybe I feel george like payton if, just had a golf tournament today that would be a bad look i think the <laughs> owner of the team can miss something for golf not quite sure the gm can i'm, I'm sure pretty john sure john Elliott <laughs> <missed something laughs> for golf. um i'm mostly kidding I, that i actually think would be a good thing for george payton if the reason he I wasn't agree. didn't talk today is because he was at a golf tournament I because agree. i think the <clears throat> the reason that we're led to believe is much worse for him, which is just like, eh, he's not really part of what's going on yeah. as much anymore. I mean, we were told like executive select to be fair. They said select executives were talking today. Wasn't it something else? I want to get the exact terminology correct. Um, I do know that was said in the media room at some point, okay. um, but in the official email, that's probably good to point out. Um, and you're pulling it up right here. It was, um, Select players and team leadership media availability. Team leadership media availability. So if someone wanted to spin it and say... But it could, the select could apply to players and leadership just for yeah, yeah, that, semantics. That, yeah, that, that's very true. Um, I just think it's interesting. And I think it's just something that we follow along. And it also is more interesting because it falls in line with a theory we already had. Right, exactly. You know, it, it's what I call like anchor bias. <laughs> when you already have an idea and then yeah. something can line up with that idea, you're right. more likely to think that it does. Yeah. That doesn't mean it does. Right, right. Like I said, could have been at a golf tournament today. <laughs> Or he could be getting cut out of the organization. <laughs> Which one's worse for his future with the job? He was at a golf tournament and missed today, or he's getting cut out of the organization. What if he was at the golf tournament because the team's like, we don't need you, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? But it, it can only be one of two things. Golf tournament, getting cut no, out. Maybe he was busy. Maybe he's making a trade as we speak. It's true. And maybe he talks tomorrow, and then we're saying it's no big deal. We're not making it a big deal. But it is something that I think a, most people noticed in the media room. So it's worth telling you guys. Got to yep, just jot yep, it down yep, in the notepad. Yep. And then we'll look at the notepad at the end of the year and say, wow, this is pages long about George Payton. He's probably getting fired. Or we'll say, oh, it's only four things. Like, he's fine. Yep. Um, we probably don't have time for comments today with buffs in three minutes. Is that right? Uh, yeah. Want to give shout outs to the count. Uh, to uh, We can do one comment. Well, let me give shout-outs to the count, okay. to Gun Gun 1989 to Toronto Bronco, uh, and to uh, our to Kai, not Kyler. They all, in the comment sections, congratulated me. So really appreciate oh, that nice. support as well. Congratulations, man. Yes, thank you, thank you. I was shocked how many people at Broncos like knew you got married. 
Yeah, I people think that I didn't even know were congratulating you. <laughs> people, uh, you know, Ryan, you're kind of a star when you come now. Wow, you because, think so? Yeah, I mean, people are like, whoa, look who decided to show up. Like, thanks for greeting us with your presence today. Yeah, even DMAC said, I didn't know you came to these things anymore. <laughs> you're like, I didn't know you came either. <laughs> I was like, I didn't want it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but I, Zach begged for some help. <laughs> Blame Henry. Um, <laughs> You're like I said, I've never even seen some of these people that were congl congratulating <laughs> you on your wedding. I'm like, how do they know that? Um, Twitter, probably. Maybe is, uh, the person that I'm thinking of specifically, I can't imagine them being very active on Twitter. Wow, I don't know who you're talking about. We might have to end the show so I can find they're out. A, All right, they're a threads kind of people, and it was ah, uh, threads, definitely yeah. not threads. Um, tomorrow, Jimmy Palm Trees on oh, the show. Oh, let's go, baby. And second day of training camp, yes, second day of pre-first training camp. So tomorrow, are we talking about day two of training camp or are we previewing real training camp? I don't know. It's going to make my head explode. Maybe a mix. Can we just get to, to Monday when like that's the last first day? Yeah. Because that's first day of pads. Okay. Can we just get there. Let's just call that day one. Yeah, I'm down with that. But that's actually going to be day We're, three so, and day five. So this is actually day negative three. Day negative four. This day is negative a pre-training camp, like pre-season. This is pre-training camp. Yeah. But we started the show saying this was training camp. We're all confused. We'll see you tomorrow. Confused. Flying cotton would stick to you